just slipping into my power season fall the best season there is it is it is true it is um the best uh it's also what our third season of uh the plague i guess so it's our third season of covid isn't it i know gosh it's who knew we'd get to taste the whole rainbow it's like another season (laughs) yeah but right it's like it hit us in the Mm -hmm. spring and the whole summer went, and now Absolutely. we're smack into fall. Uh, you know, the leaves are falling. So I guess it's Libra season. It is. You know now, what that means. you are someone very well versed in Libras. <laughs> I, what, what, what marks, what, are, what is the mark of Libra season? What's the vibe? Crisp, chill in the air. Time for a good scarf, a light jacket. Um, Cute romantic activities like apple picking and uh, driving around looking at the leaves. Um, Mm -hmm. What else is Libra season about? Mm, Balance, right? Your face! I think like, uh, it's always like a sus moment for me. Tell me what a balance is. Well, I mean, most literally... Libra season starts off, right, with the equinox, which is a balance of daylight mm. and darkness, right? But right. it's also giving over to the night, right? Which, um... The balance of light and dark. Yeah. No tail. Yeah, but also if you look at the sun as a symbol of ego expression, as we move into the time of year with the emphasis on night, we're looking more to the moon, right, which is relational and is about uh, balance balancing or bouncing off of people or reacting and responding rather than just like asserting yourself right mm-hmm. so that's what I see there um some you know sometimes to the point of um extreme indecision right mm-hmm. if you can see all sides to a thing how can you decide which thing is more true or more right I mean in some ways you're deciding to let the situation make decisions for you. Well, often. yeah. But it's not um, just our Libran friends who uh, have a penchant for that. Just some. Uh, I also just thought of, like, how one thing I remember from, like, the days of, of working for an institution <laughs> is how, like, you know those days are behind us now. Um, <laughs> of how, like, I feel like Libra season feels like like those chirpy hellos you send from like across a leafy lawn where you actually don't bother to stop and keep talking yeah hey good to see you hey matt get a haircut it's something crisp you know yeah yeah crisp it's crisp like it's it. like friendly but like moving yeah i was thinking about it and i, I was like yeah libra is kind of like a soft sword like it's clear and it and it, it it like asserts what it wants, but it does it in a way where you have to like you do a double take, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes we get this like 
oh, it's a Libra. They're wishy-washy. They don't know what they want. They just date like a million people. When it's like, mm, when it comes to the big stuff, they're usually pretty clear about like. Uh, I actually don't even know. I guess mm, maybe when maybe maybe when it comes to a particular type of like menu or something, they might not yeah. know what they want or like they might not know what they want to say. And so they will like say it three different ways. Yeah. But that's about expression. So that's about like sharing something inside outside. Yeah. But I find that most Libras I have ever encountered and known are very particular and know exactly who they don't like and who they like, (laughs) you know, and are not really like wishy-washy at all when it comes to like, their own preferences yeah it's just what might come off as wishy-washy is that they also won't pretend to have a preference about something but they don't yeah yeah and it's it seems like matters of aesthetic and matters of morality they're pretty clear on you know but if it's something yeah, that those like things can get so wide right it'll just it'll become like no i don't like that guy <laughs> You know, or like, no, this labor shouldn't be mixed together. That's wrong. Yeah, it's kind of like the, um, you know, I think I think every sign has like a blend of the two on either side of it, right? Because everything's a spectrum, mm-hmm. among other things. So it's like the specificity of Virgo, right? They can be really sensitive to details and like mm-hmm. very much zero in on exactly what they do or don't like. But then the kind of like... Um, like the definitive uh, exclusion or inclusion of Scorpio. You know, I feel like Scorpio is either like, yeah, I fuck with you and like, I'll kill for you and I'll keep your secrets. Or they're like, mm, I don't know, something about that guy is not, not mine. Obsess. Yeah. I mean, the other side of that for Libra too is that like they have, they have a little bit of the shadow of like the scorpionic like manipulation because mm. they're social mm-hmm. um, and they're interested in contracts, right? They're interested in creating like mutually beneficial bonds yeah. that could sustain both parties. And so part of that is like plenty of Libra preferences are toward not saying what they think and not saying what they want because they don't because they strategically already know what's going to work for them in the future they're very future-minded yeah planners right yeah but like in that when it comes specifically from for in my perspective to social building right to that contract idea it's sort of like it's like it's like the sort of stereotypical image of like like a like a queen thinking about like who yeah. she marry her daughter to? Totally. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, imagine that in any capacity of like a wider lens or yeah. like a metaphor, like that idea of like, okay, well, she's we're going to be around these like four noble like families, so she can't possibly insult any one of them because in the future we're going to need them because there's going to be a war with the fifth noble party, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. But you don't want to like start a fight with the guy who's got all the wheat or the person who has all the gold or the person who has all the horses, right? You might need mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. yeah. The strategery, if you will, is strong. The strategery. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, because Air signs, right, are all pretty social and into relating in a way, but Gemini sometimes I feel like just like 
throws things at a wall to see what sticks. Like they'll just kind of try multiple different connections and then just kind of see what plays out just for the fun of like discovering it, you know? Yeah. Whereas Aquarius is like... Is that like a mutable journey? Do you think that's like a part of it? I mean, definitely, right? Like, um, I think... I think where Gemini can get tripped up is that they may, and this can also be a Sag problem, is like they may find a proficiency in too many things, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, which then just then really prolongs that process, which if they can find peace with that or find a few things they really like to do, it's fine. But if they're hoping that things will narrow themselves down, I don't know that that's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, I was thinking about like, you know, if we're thinking about the sort of like variations of a negative quality and how they do or don't pan out. And so for instance, you were talking about like Libra, you know, we're talking about Libra having a little bit of like scorpionic quality of that like strategicness. And then you were sort of like, well, if like Gemini is another air sign that's mutable and Gemini just like doesn't, is just throwing stuff around, trying all like five different strategies and just kind of like playing with the consequences of what might happen. Yeah. And then like, that made me think now that this is, you know, necessarily the road we're going down today, but it did make me think about the difference between like other sort of like mutable versus cardinal. Right. Yeah. So like the strategic nature of like, somebody like a like a Pisces versus a Cancer right and so like if in a Libra Gemini sort of comparison for instance we're talking about that that kind of (laughs) like knowing exactly what strategy to use versus like just trying them all and kind (laughs) of being like I do feel like the if we talk about like the emotional strategy of cancer which is a lot like which has a lot to do with like nostalgic investment Mm. um like if i can like if i can make this have meaning then it can be worthwhile like for me and also it can be a tool yeah um for you this that's like a really quick thing that i just thought of so if you have a different like angle i mean I think about that. I think there's also like the like relating emotionally to whoever to see what sticks as opposed to like well, what trying I was to saying is that I think that that's like the Pisces thing is just sort of like it's sort of like what if this works? What if that works? Yeah, yeah, Emo- exactly. Like this, emotional like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. like I'll be sweet to you. I'll be a bitch to you. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all your secrets. I've never heard a secret in my life. Like, you know, yeah. just like yeah. all the all the different varietals. Yeah. I mean I guess probably you could go down that road with everything too, right? Except, you know, Sagittarius is a different <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I I think that maybe Sagittarius are like the most similar out of these as far as like I, I think the only difference is that perhaps Sag maintains those the enthusiasm for disparate interests, whereas Aries just changes direction. Well, I was thinking actually that it would be like if because we're thinking about first like what kind of like like um strategy they have in a particular way that like helps them succeed, right? Yeah. And with like Aries, that is very much their sort of like aggressive will of like the eye right yeah. so like i'm i'm here i'm doing this no i'm doing like, this watch me. Now. yeah 
Oh yeah, I just think I'm just thinking about like, do you follow Lil Nas X on Instagram? Um, yeah, wait, like just the singer, like Yeah, the musician? yeah, he's Okay. an Aries, right? He's a gay Aries. Uh, Oh, of course, of course. but just like the insistence of his existence, just like over and over again. Oh, yeah. But it's also I love like, it, right? Obviously. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, So it's like Aries is like, and that's how they kind of get a lot of stuff, right? Because sometimes we are like as children pushed out of that, right? Yeah. We're taught that we're not allowed to say what we want and who we are and like, Mm like and aggressively take what we need. hmm Yeah. And so it's like Aries is just like, fuck that. I'm holding on to this part of myself, right? Yeah. But I do feel like if we are comparing the sort of the cardinal to the mutable, that Sag quality is more like I am over here, but I am also maybe over there and I am, <laughs> and Maybe I'm actually already leaving <laughs> Yeah and I was there, but now I'm over there. <laughs> Yeah Yeah No That's a, that's a fair point That is really what's happening there <laughs> But that that is interesting too though To think about When you bring that up About the assertion of I With Aries uh, To look at the cardinal signs In the different ways that um, That They allow themselves To be be defined or define themselves, right? Like Aries is certainly defining themselves. Libra is defined in relation to one other person usually, right? Or, Ish. or like um, a, a cause Right, that for can be sure. defined in relation not to a human, but to like something that they are Yeah. building in liberation. Yeah, and, my, and Cancer is kind of like defined by that... <laughs> those whom I call mine, right? Like, it's mm hmm not necessarily your family of origin, but there is this idea of wanting to, like, build a little cluster and keep it safe, Mm hmm you know? And then a little Cap... clutch Yeah! <laughs> and then Capricorn is just like, no, the world is going to decide who I am, so I have to just be the best. oh You know? one of those babies I know, but they care so much what everybody thinks, and they let everybody else define them, don't they? mm -hmm. But... I mean it's interesting too because I feel like Capricorns are also I mean you know there's just some signs that are like aggressively themselves and I feel like Capricorns are often so much that Mm you know and like so even though like what you describe what I hear maybe I'm wrong is hmm and I it's like I, I feel like I do know what you mean hmm yeah. Mm hmm Yeah, I don't but know if then that was the clearest just to say way to say it. <laughs> Yeah. but I also feel like what I hear is sort of like how like maybe how the world validates you like how the world affirms Yeah. your labor or like you know um makes you feel like what you're doing is of value important Yeah. right like Yeah. worth having been done and it's interesting to think that Capricorn could go through that kind of insecurity right that constant proving when so much of who they are in the world often is like just so unapologetically themselves Mm-hmm, like to have both of those things yeah. in the self Yeah. It's almost like we all contain multitudes, huh? they're not afraid to like be in the center of a room and share with people exactly what's like going on. Hmm. Huh. I've had different experiences. I've been with, like, a lot more... <sighs> bottomy, mellower, Capricorn Oh, because vibes. you were dating them. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not what I mean. <laughs> not always, no. I've only dated a couple of Capricorns. Um, yeah, because I was like thinking when you started talking, I was like, I wonder if it's a dating thing too. Like dating versus like. Right. No, I mean, my grandma was a Capricorn. We were super close, but it's also like, you know, people, I don't know, like they're still like a receptive earth sign, even as much as they like go out and put their mark on the world. Do you know, there is like a, there can be like a steadiness or like a, a quieter, more reserved vibe as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I guess we also know that there's so many ways for energy to express itself. There's so many ways. Because I actually think that I've seen a lot of Capricorns who look alike. I think there's like a high clear forehead and like big olive or almond shaped eyes a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And usually like a very striking, like classic, classic good look kind of. You know? What does that mean? Um, I just feel What's like classic good look, <laughs> like old Hollywood. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean like old Hollywood look? Yeah, like a more like they put wear makeup like that. Nah, not necessarily, because I'm also thinking about like men too. You know, who I guess maybe they wore makeup in old Hollywood. I was like, hmm. yeah, men wear makeup. What am I talking about? This is a gay podcast. Anybody can do whatever they want. Yeah, I really, yeah, go ahead, put on right now, listen, just try out a new look while you're listening. Yeah, just do it. Anyway, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's Libra season. It's true. Do Libras have a look? I mean, they look good. Yeah, you love a Libra. I love a Libra. I think Libras are often Can you tell attractive. us more about what you think really works for the, in the Aquarius-Libra relationship? <laughs> Uh, that we both live in a world of ideas and ideals. I think that's pretty important. We're also future-oriented, social, but, you know, I don't, even though, like, Libras are pretty romantic and, like, definitely can be very, like, marriage or partnership-oriented, it's not a, like, hands-in-each-other's-back-pocket vibe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's a space built in. It's necessary, I think. Like, the worst thing you can do is try to hold a Libra too close, you know? It's like trying to put a hummingbird in your pocket and crushing it. Do you think that that is true for people who aren't Aquariuses? Like, do you think that space is built in for other signs? Or do you think that Libra creates that space well for Aquarians since they are a sign that likes to mirror an Aquarian's Mm. need space? Um... Yeah, I don't know who else a Libra would build that space for. Because I don't, I don't know. Do you think that Libra Sag is a good matchup? I feel like Sag, no. it says embarrassing uh, things that the Libra finds untoward. I know. I just, I think that it's like a. It's, I think, I mean, whatever. Like, if obviously it's in the streets, like we're talking in the most general sense, yeah, dear okay, listeners, yeah. which is to say that, like, clearly there could be a lot of other stuff in the chart that make it work. But in a generic sense of like Libra energy plus Sag energy and a pure sort of like, you know, one Pokeball meets another Pokeball. Yeah. Um, it doesn't it doesn't vibe for me in my mind because yeah. it feels like Libras are so precise. Yeah. And um and like uh 
Well, my mom calls like thin-skinned, I yeah. guess, in Russian. And so I don't know if it's the same in like English or what it means, yeah. but it's just that kind of like, like a true attunement to little tiny vibrations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think that Sagittarians are, can be really um, compassionate Mm-hmm. and can uh, very intuitive like very clairvoyant like they can know because they are like very mental sign yeah so they can know they can know how something could affect you or like you know they they are very good at language so that's really good with libras like like if they say something wrong the libras like i don't like that you said that to have to be like tell me more about why you don't like that yeah, like yeah, let's yeah. talk about that you know which is is good like if they're working together, like if they're creating something. Yeah. But on a sort of pure energy vibe, that's a lot of work continuously because Tad is yeah. often going to like say something that's like a little too brusque, like a little undelicate and Libra's going to be like, wait. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's also like Libra is, I think cardinal signs in general are a little more, conscious as far as like of their motivations and what what they you don't think so let me do i think aries are conscious of their motivations okay uh deliberate in action and and thought Mm -hmm. like i don't think that i don't think that Mm -hmm. aries realizes the actual impact or reaction that their actions are going to like um what's the word uh, invite or result in, but I think that Aries very much is like, I want this, so I'm gonna do this, right? Whereas, like, I think it's like they want it's like hard for them to care about all the other results, yeah. But, but the point is, yeah. like, there's not a lot of like, oh, I don't know why I did that thing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's true. Whereas, like, you know, Pisces, hello, you know what I mean? Like, there's like a lot of other. Like, I know that for me, like, I'm not a super, there's a lot of things that, like, I don't pay attention to, like, I'm doing it or I don't, like, I have to really think about why I did it or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I find yeah, myself. Yeah, Libras are not like that. Libras are not like that. Um, But there can be, like, an impasse because Libras are not great at understanding that not everybody is 100% mm-hmm. conscious and intentional all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that. That's true. That can be, it's at its best when it's functioning from like a social justice perspective. And I think that it can be just a little more difficult when it's like in a casual social setting, you know? I mean, it can also be difficult in a social justice setting because I think one of the key things, right, is that just like in personal lives, like if you can't always, if you think that people are moving through something the way you are, yeah. or you can't fathom why people aren't doing it as well as you, or like, you know, yeah. with the same goodness as you or whatever. Yeah. It's really hard to work together. Yeah. And it can be confusing too, right? Because it's a, it's an energy that is touted as being able to see both sides of things, but then still come out and decide that one side is right. Right. (laughs) And so like that feels confusing because there is on the one hand, this compassion and capacity for empathy, but on the other hand, there's like an idea that like, because I can be, see both sides and decide what is right. Like, you also should do this and be able to 
Right. There's like a false objective idea. I don't know. I don't know if it's false. I don't, you know, like. I mean, I don't know. I think that I'm still, like my idea of what Libra is up to is constantly changing. Mm. Libras, while they might not be the people that I've dated my whole life, are people who I've been like primary friends with my whole life um, and worked for. It's just like a very, like it's an energy I've seen in a lot of different frameworks, you know, like as the adult caregiver, like as like a child, like whatever, like as someone paying me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just feel like as someone who I've dated who's like a Libra rising, you know, or Libras, I've dated Libras too. But like for me, it has never actually felt like Libras are out there in the world being balanced. Mm. And I've never thought that they are the ones who can actually attend to something in a balanced way. Mm. I've always thought of them as people who often are trying to figure out a balanced approach, Mm -hmm. which can sometimes be misguided, right? Like sometimes there isn't necessarily a balanced approach. Sometimes there's just like what's available. Yeah. Um, I think that Libras make good mediators. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is often, and like I like using the word balance and I use it too, especially imagistically with the scales. But I often find that they're not so much the thing that creates balance or knows the balance but rather is the is like they're doing the work, right? So they're yeah. just sort of like, is there like, here's this thing. Can we find balance here? This thing, can we find balance there? <laughs> right. But I think that also just speaks to like the truth that nothing is actually static, you know? Yeah, and that yeah. it's like, yeah, no, there's, there's no stasis. Everything is constantly in motion. So it is that idea of the like putting a little weight here. Oh, shit. And then another one to balance it out, right? And so it's like, it's more like titration or something where mm-hmm. it's just this like constant moving and shifting and adjusting of energy to try to mm-hmm. like compensate or respond to the environment and whatever nuance shift has occurred, you know? And it also seems to me like leavers are often like they're doing this role socially that they don't necessarily do personally. Which is to say, like, in a group, they might be like, well, is that fair? You know, and kind of, like, try to turn something over and decide it. But, like, on their own or, like, in in more private settings where they don't feel like they have a role that they're playing, they're very quick to judgment Mm -hmm. and um, are not always invested in fairness (laughs) well yeah i mean i guess i guess i'm wondering if it's like a it's more of like a work that they want to be doing rather than like a self right i mean but how many of us operate from that place like i feel like you know we talk about virgos who like can manage the situation and clean up any mess but their own you know talk about I don't know, Pisces who can forgive anyone but themselves, you know, like there's a, I feel like. Have we talked about Pisces who can forgive everyone? No, I just thought about that. But I think that that is true or can be true, you know, Mm. 
like I think that I never thought about that before. I'll keep it in my mind. I just thought about it, yeah. Um, or you know, maybe attempt to forgive other people in an attempt to forgive themselves, you know. But Neptunians. Hey, do the fixed signs though. Fixed signs, like uh... it's hard on the spot, huh? You know why? Why? Because it's, it's consistent, bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking consistent. Yeah. So is it just the mutable signs are the worst about it? But then there's a couple of cardinal signs. Uh, I don't know. I just I think that it's often that like yeah. we will project out into the world that which we cannot accomplish within ourselves. You know. I think that's like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess I'm thinking about particular things that a sign is, like, known for, though, which is you, you add into with those different yeah. signs. Yeah, As opposed true. to just, like, certain ideals that we have for others and maybe not ourselves, right? Yeah. But more like this idea that there are signs and then we attribute, like, a kind of quality that, that everybody says that they have. Yeah, and yeah. your Virgo thing was a great example of yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. But then I was like, <laughs> totally lost it. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. They're... I love Libras, though. You know, Venus ruled. Let's talk about values. Let's talk about what's important. Let's talk about what's beautiful to us, right? I mean, I hear where you're going. I thought it was obvious that we could just get there because we were talking about consistency and not... Right. Which is... Yeah, if we're going to talk about a sign that's known for something... <laughs> <laughs> that's always like that yeah Taurus is right up to the bat <laughs> takes the cake and should be big on our minds you know particularly mm. you know anybody who's got Pluto and Scorpio you are experiencing or will experience this Uranus Pluto opposition right mm -hmm. um a restless desire for deep transformation yeah Oh, God. But also recognizing yeah. that so much of the change that you crave is outside of your control, isn't it? That can't be right. You know what I mean? Wait, there's got to be. Where's the back door here? How do I? What do I? I'm climbing out this time. Yeah, you know, especially those of us who got it. You're, you're probably around, what, 9 or 10 degrees? Pluto? Yeah. Yeah, same. I think so. I'm 12. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it's coming on. It's a few years. So fellow millennials, you may be experiencing that. Everybody's going to get a dose of that, though, right? Coming up with this fullest moon. Our Uranian magic moon. Our Uranian. Taurus, Uranian conjunct. Yeah. Disaster. Emotional, emotional floodgate. Yeah. Journey. Yeah, but also perhaps emotional revelation. Um, you yeah. think you think it's a revelatory friend because of Uranus or because of the Mercury opposition? I mean, both and, right? That penetrating Scorpio mind is looking for an answer and perhaps it will find it. It's true. It's true that Scorpio is good at finding answers, but Taurus is really, really good <laughs> at refusing answers. <laughs> 
times. It's true. <laughs> well, and it's also about releasing, right? Releasing or not, right? Holding on or letting go, consuming yeah. or excreting, perhaps. You're like literally, I mean, this is like me, you know, this is like me in the sky. <laughs> so just yeah. imagine Gala in the sky with Uranus. It's me in the sky, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I just, you know, I love, I mean, as somebody who is like a very tourist person, like I, I do just like love Tauruses, right? I love their stubbornness. Yeah. Um, I love their refusal <laughs> to hold an answer they're not ready to hold. They're like, no, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I don't need that. Um, and I also like love the way they resent their own feelings. Yeah. Like, um, I, I find it like highly pleasurable to witness. It's probably not that pleasurable for them, but they are sort of like, like David from Schitt's Creek, you know, like mm. that he's just like ultimate Taurus energy on a screen. Mm. It's just like somebody who's like, oh God, love. I feel it. It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Oh, that's only half the story, though. And that also sounds like Scorpio, to be quite honest. Yeah, well, the thing is, Scorpio would be like that on the um, outside. Yeah. But, like, with their intimate circle, they'll just be like, I'm obsessed with this person. I yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed. You know, yeah. like, I can't tell. I actually brought them to me. Yeah. It's actually a dream I had. Whereas Taurus will be like, I really like this person. I hope we talk again soon. If not, <laughs> what is talking? I don't really care about talking. I talk to myself all the time and that's enough. Oh, but Taurus is love to love when they do. No, they do. But I think there's like a, a Yeah, there's of... a real. But, I mean, but that's yeah. with any kind of change. That's a thing, right? Like. Including their own emotional change. Yeah, they really thrive on a routine and they thrive, like, they know it brings them pleasure. They know the way they like to do things. They know what works, right? And inviting somebody in requires adjustment. Right. So, speaking of inviting somebody in, which is one of the functions of Venus, yeah. What do you think, like, how, like, what do you think are the qualities that differentiate? Venus's rulership over Libra and Venus's rulership over Taurus. Taurus is an earth sign, so it lives in like the world of like things that you can touch, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Touch and yeah. hold and accumulate, right? So you mm -hmm. can like see a, a physical representation of like the time you've spent and the effort that you've put in, right? Whereas mm -hmm. Libra is an air sign and like, social as well so for venus and taurus it's money it's fine things it's good food it's like you know it's just anything that can bring sensual pleasure or a feeling of security whereas for libra it's more about connecting socially and also ideals and values that way so like ideas of the way people should interact with each other that you think is like fair and right and good right okay so I'm going to think of a scene no. that I think based even just on your description, which is great, embodies Venus and Taurus. And you okay. think of a movie scene that embodies Venus and Libra. Oh. So I think a movie scene that's like totally like Taurus Venusian is the movie scene from Moonstruck where Cher's character prepares for the date with Nicolas Cage's character 
by first going out and getting all her grays dyed black and then walking around and buying herself a beautiful red velvet dress and then coming back to her own home lighting candles getting dressed in her red dress and slowly putting red lipstick on in front of her mirror the night before the date yeah that's pretty good now i have to top that I mean, that's just the scene that I knew. I knew that was my Venus in the Taurus scene when you started describing it. Well, honestly, I think that, like, any any one of those, like, romantic comedies where, like, there are ten different people and you don't know how they're related. And then, like, oh, yeah, totally. there's this, like, overarching storyline where, like, they all kind of tune each other in morally so that they become better people. Like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about Love Actually. I'm thinking about Playing by Heart. I'm thinking about, um, God. I'm trying to think about What's that one where they all do, like, E at somebody's pool house? Whoa, ecstasy at the pool house. The anniversary party. It's great. You should watch it if you haven't. The anniversary party. Oh. You will like it, um, and Jenny will like it. All right. Okay, so it what's... Is ri- it's written by Jennifer Jason Lee and Alan Cumming. Whoa, that sounds great. I want to watch that. Yeah. Um, and it's got Gwyneth in it. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> Which, like, somehow is always great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know that she doesn't do a lot of things good, but. I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow is still, like, she's kind of also the quintessential Libra vibe, right? Where yeah. it's like, she's right, congenial, so- but has a little bit of an edge and, like, you like her anyway, even if you don't normally like people who are a little more like clean cut, right? I like- actually, hold on. That's what you're saying. So just as you're saying this, it struck me. Yeah. A really great like Libra Venusian energy vibe. Sliding doors? Seeing. You know, I can't even remember sliding doors. Sliding doors. She goes through the, she goes down both roads of decision making, right? There's like one option oh, where she true. like makes it through the doors and then there's one option where she doesn't and they play out the entire movie in both oh, options. Shit. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking of something more current. I was thinking of this TV show on Netflix, an original The Netflix, Politician. Whatever called The Politician, where she plays this, like, super Venusian mom, right, yeah. to the state plan. Yes. And she is sort of just constantly, like, painting. She's just, like, enjoying fine things, but with complete remote detachment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's just, like, wearing the finest women's being, like, yes, it's awful. It's rather dreary being a mother, I know. <laughs> You're just, like, constantly, like, sort of, like, dissociate it, right? Yeah. But also, like, deeply powerfully present at the same time, which yes. I think is, like, clear Libra energy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, spoiler alert, but at some point, she just, like, looks at her son, and she's just like, oh, actually, I fall in love with, like, the... The horse trainer? Uh, yeah. The, the horse trainer. horse trainer. <laughs> and I'm, like, completely leaving behind my life of luxury. It does not matter to me anymore. Yeah. But it's, like, it's... I think there's something very Libran about the strong ensemble cast, mm-hmm. dark comedy, right? Um, I because I think that there is that that delight. You know what I mean? You can't have light without dark, and I think that sometimes mm-hmm. Librans get painted as a little fluffier, and like I just don't think it's true. You know, mm-hmm. it's not all toy poodles. 
I've never actually met a fluffy Libra in my yeah, life. Yeah, but I think that um, in like memes and stuff, you know what I mean? Like I think that pop astrology sometimes makes every Libra into Kim Kardashian, right? You know, the thing about Libras that I think maybe does that is that they all wind up somehow being pretty. It's true. It's it's a, that aqualine feature. It's like they really, they look great in silhouette. It's very Queen of Swords energy. Um, yeah. But it's like chiseled. Like think about Annie Clark, St. Vincent. Like your face is chiseled like out of stone. Huh? Do you mean like skinny? No, I mean the way that her face, like her face looks like a cut gem. But also like Tessa Thompson. You know uh, what I mean? I mean, she's, but she's not, that's the thing. It's not like, like she's got a very soft face. She does. Oh, so soft looking. I know. But um, hold on. But like, it's not. <laughs> It's a congenial it's look. It's not necessarily like one. Uh, it's not her face. It's her vibe. Like yeah. it's the vibe that's like that. That's like a gem, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like just like all those like delicate photos of her with like a little whip. Yeah. You know, like, but they're like delicate whip. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But also think about like Zac Efron, you know? I mean, I never do. Who is that? Zac Efron was, I think his first role was in Mean Girls on o October 3rd, who she turns around and looks at. Well, the guy. Yeah, that guy. So he's like grown into himself or whatever, but he like looks, he looks like a perfume ad walking around. Like there's something about him where you're like, are you oh, real? Oh, like perfume, <laughs> no just you know the way that perfume ads are shot like it's always this weird like soft focus and a guy like somebody like squinting it's like that chris isaac song mm -hmm. um but i digressed and it wasn't even gay uh i think ensemble casts are very libran right because you get to mm -hmm. see how everybody relates to each other and adjusts to each other and tries to balance each other out right and then you also get to go on like the moral roller coaster with them, right? It's true. Like what they've sort of like the reason, like the impacts they've had on each other's lives, and like why they're tied to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like just Grey's Anatomy is one big Libra show. It it is. It's funny you should mention that show because um, it's my family now. Grey's yeah, Anatomy are happens. my friends. They're my friends. I'm glad that they're um, that you, you've been adopted. <laughs> I'm sure. really like far behind. Them, like, well, not each one of them, but many of them. I like to call them my personal friends. You know, I'll be like, my friends here. Yeah. Christine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I would have started earlier, but now I'm kind of glad as we journey on. Have you never watched Grey's Anatomy before? I watched like two episodes of it. Wait, and what are you on right now? Now I'm on like season four, like halfway through it. Wow, you are just really like you are just in a journey. Wow, like you are just like in the start of. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful for yeah. you and so harrowing. Yeah, Whew. you know, fall Libra. There's a nostalgia, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, they're totally a nostalgic sign. They love remembering more than they love being. Yeah, but I think that's also what fall does for us, doesn't it? You get like a little taste of the chill but you're remembering the warmth of the summer and you're watching how beautiful nature is as it dies. 
Mm-hmm. You know? I think more than in any other season. Well, yeah. maybe this is not true for Christians. Like, I feel like Christian people have an intense, like, holiday time right. or whatever, you know? I don't really have an intense, quote-unquote, holiday time. Um, so for me, personally, and this could be scorpionic, too, so let me be real, Libra really does affect me in that way, like, where so much of my fall time it's the season where i really am present like i could be present in the woods looking at leaves but somehow thinking about like all the times before i've looked into those oh yeah you know what i mean in a way that i think with other seasons i don't have that same sort of like like memory looping that happens with a present experience like if i look at the ocean in the summer i just think of it in that moment yeah but when I'm walking around and fall and the air gets crisp, a part of me is like, can all of a sudden have a body memory of like myself at 14 walking around in that same farmer's market. Yeah. Well, and is it any wonder that school pictures happen during Libra season and that they also reinforce that loop? Right. Oh my gosh. Then... I didn't know that. I thought they happened later, like in. I remember them usually happening in the fall, at least in where I grew up in Ohio, we would, it would be like a month into school because it's like I'd be wearing a sweatshirt and there'd be leaves on the ground. Like, so for me, like the way that I marked like how old I looked was also happening. Fall also makes me think about children. Well, yeah, school. And like, what is fucking happening there? I don't know. I feel for them. Yeah. This they're is so resilient, you know, too. That's true. I mean, they are and they aren't, right? Like, aren't all of us to some extent living out, like, whatever we experienced as kids? They're impressionable, but resilient, yeah. But I guess I just went in specifics to context, too. Like, I think that if they have a really good emotional support system, like a good family system, which is, like, I mean, as we know, rare. Yeah. But if they have that, like, situationally, they can be really adaptable, right? That's true. They don't necessarily have this thing. They don't have a fixed idea how it should be yeah yeah and as long as whoever they're looking to is like it's okay it'll be fine like they can believe that right yeah i mean it's obviously as listeners to kids like we know it's so hard it's obviously hard but like i just have faith in these freaking kids they're so smart they're so creative yeah they are smarter than us because their brains are cyborgian so like cyborg brain, new level. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but oof, I don't know I don't know what's worse to like be a full grown adult and be dealing with it or to like be a child and spend a year or two years of your life inside possibly you know what I mean? Or alone. Sure, to be honest with you, I see very, very few children inside. Yeah. I'm not saying that there aren't children inside and there's plenty of reasons why certain children can't be playing yeah. with other kids. But like, you know, we've had a lot of different information about this virus yeah. and people have really like, children are some of the last things I think that people were regulating because people really believe yeah. that children weren't um, invulnerable. Yeah. Um, which is not true as we know mm-hmm. because there are children who have died majority of them being black kids um but i think that a lot of people a lot of people still don't take it seriously now 
to isolate their kids. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a wild ride, huh? Yeah, our third season. It's like a book. It's like a sci-fi book, the third season. The third season of our discontent. Um, Yeah, yeah, which like... It's cuffing season too, right? Which is very Libra. Oh yeah, other forms of discontent. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. People are wild. People are wild. Well, especially now, right? Because if shit gets shut down, like if you can't be inside with other people, it's you true. can be inside with one person, right? I don't know. Like, would I rather be inside with someone I don't know yet, mm. really? during a pandemic yeah yeah or would i rather be alone it's a tough call it just seems like if you can find a person or a couple people who you have good communication with who have like a similar level of respect for like what the fuck is going on and like have safe practices that like it doesn't seem like a bad idea to like give yourself something because this is going to go on for a while and it's like we need human contact and if you don't have a small safe way to do it where or safer way to do it where you're like communicating and open and on the same page then like probably you're gonna it's gonna be pent up and then you're gonna possibly engage in high-risk behavior right that's true like I having a little one, outlet or off gas you know it's true and off gas that's what i like to call the people like <laughs> now um, I was thinking too, as you were talking about like the safe ways, how in some ways another version of this sort of Libra season for us into cuffing season, into indoor season, we're really going to have to think about the fact that like our pods are going to be made up of people that we're not necessarily choosing, yeah. especially like young people or people who, or not young people or whatever, like just people who rent and share their homes, people who yeah. aren't just in a communal living or people who don't choose it but have to choose it right can't um, afford it multi-generational family like there's so many reasons you know or even just so living like in a big generational families i think those are in some capacity your chosen family or you know what sure. i mean or not yeah, but yeah. what i'm thinking about too is like for instance you know it's like when they tell you to choose your pot or they're yeah. just like you have to be careful about your pot or whatever but it's like i feel like in these kinds of situations you're just like well it just seems like this is my pot yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm I'm grateful because the people that are in it are lovely, but I've thought about what it means for just in general, like people who are like, well, these are my roommates and the people they're dating. And it's like, maybe I, I got these roommates just because I needed someone to like rent this room, you know, like yeah. maybe we're not even friends, but now me and the person I, and the three people I sleep with and like, and my roommate and the two people that she sleeps with and that yeah. other roommate who like used to never be home and we have no idea who he is at all but now he's here <laughs> yeah and now we're like a fucking survival pod of intimacy like that is true like the libran fucking situation I yeah think. we're just back to playing by heart again <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like just that thing where it's like all of a sudden like the intimacy is like un- like unfortunately like the, <laughs> the cards you drew and you're just like well I guess I have to be socially fair here I guess I just have to like accept my cards <laughs> I guess I have to negotiate like the different social structures inside of this like ad hoc you know closeness circle. 
Yeah, but at the end of it all, it's going to make sense. There's going to be a montage scene, you know? You're going to find out how everybody's related. Somebody moves out. <laughs> You're going to realize one is the other one's dad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. One is the other one's dad. <laughs> what we One becomes the other one's dad, but who's one? It's like... It's like, you know what actually happens in the true like Libra, like false, false intimacy pod <laughs> is that like one of the girlfriends that are brought in by one of the roommates starts like dating one of the girlfriends from like one of the other roommates. And they're like having this like secret thing where they like leave the bedrooms of the people that they're sleeping with. And they're just like, oh, they're asleep. And then they like meet in the bathroom and like make out because they both like needed to go. <laughs> but then the spurned <laughs> like, lovers build a relationship too, you know? But then it's like, do they go back and choose the original partners or not? You know, it's very Shakespearean oh too, right? It's Midsummer Night Dream. Like that's in the a, original <laughs> romantic comedy. <laughs> in, the true, in a truly Bryn answer to that question, what would actually very well wind up happening is that those women would pair together and hatch a plan where they would somehow convince their lovers that it was their idea to move the false intimacy pod toward a more erotic bind. So they would just be like, oh yeah, like last night while you were falling asleep, you were talking about how you like think that Pat's girlfriend's kind of hot and that like, you and Pat have always had a thing, right? And like, maybe, do you think we should explore? I feel like you think we should explore that. This also sounds like moving from Libra season into Scorpio season. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Libra is the thing where they like tell you, they like, they like convince you that something that you, that they want is something that, they, that you want. It's you not know? I, it's we, babe. <laughs> I feel like once you move into Scorpio season, things are different because then they're just doing what they want and then they're just like agreements are made earlier on. This is what is owed. Yeah, it's like agreements are made earlier on. I I Would you must, like me to pull up we, the blood oath? Must we review the paperwork again? <laughs> Frida. <laughs> you know? Oh man. Oh, so Libras are a romantic comedy. Everybody's going to have deep, surprising emotions on the full moon. What else oh do we God. need to share with people? Is there anything else they need to know? Did that, uh, did that give anybody any helpful advice for cuffing or I don't not? Think there was advice there. I mean, we could give advice if people wanted it, but I don't know why they'd want advice from me or, or do you me. Think need advice from you? <laughs> no, unless they want to know a cool way to stack firewood. That's like what I figured out. Yeah. You're mind. really good at different wood stuff that we'll save that for cap season. I just want wood. chores. It turns out. That's what I need. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could put that on our Patreon, just like videos of you chopping wood. <laughs> I just don't like, chop, but I buy it from a guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, videos of you buying wood from a guy, hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Like, gosh, I just, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that I'm here with you. You know what also Libra season is? <laughs> cut cut from gratitude list. 
can't stay there. I have a Sag Venus. Done with that. I'm over here now. Um, uh, so one other thing that Libra season is, is debate season. <laughs> oh my God. It's like straight up debate season. That's what it is. It is. And, and you know what? I thank Gaia. It only happens every four years because this was Jenny made me watch. I didn't. I only. I only watched Twitter coverage, as told by, as told by the fly's own Twitter page. I mean, the the fly was the only part worth watching. Um, it it's just atrocious. Uh, it's really just become heir apparent that there is one political party. Uh, of course, it's true. Hunger Games journey. It's really so just good. like the left hand and the right hand. Like it, it's just an it's a mess. Kamala Harris falling over herself to say that Joe Biden won't ban fracking like six times. Like, you know, and <laughs> Mike Pence called her the most progressive candidate that like she was a communist compared to Bernie Sanders. It was like so. Wait, who did he? Did he I wasn't watching. Did he say it to her? Yeah, he like said that to the commentator basically about Kamala Harris she, is not. That's so wild. It's wild. Like, it's really it's wild. A, doesn't make any sense. I mean, it makes perfect sense when you realize that it's like the same rich people paying is it both sides to pretend to be different. Like he just like looks at her sheet. <laughs> no, it's because they figured out they can move the left even further right if they accuse them of being too far left. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you're not even left. That's just like that's a moderate stage, you know. That's yeah, like they're moderate Republicans, honestly. Kamala and Joe, like that's. We know it. Yeah, but I mean. once Republicans realized you could just throw a straight up fascist up there, and then it would like make anybody else look mild by comparison. Like they're thrilled at the rehab, the of the um, national memory. Anyway, I hate electoral oh, politics. Do we have I don't even know if America has a national memory. I've thought about that before, definitely. It doesn't seem like, like it. Memorials, you know what I mean? Like, um, like in, I mean, I'm not an expert in Germany, but I've definitely read things about Germans talking about the sort of like, you know, this performance, right, of, like, blame that got put onto Germany after um, Nazi occupations and, like, how all of a sudden, like, all accountability for all the other ways the country supported that regime was, like, abdicated to just, like, shaming Germany for their atrocities, right? Yeah. And then, like, Germany in response sort of for a long time nationally more or less had a really, like, large resistance to nationalism yeah you know out of fear um for its results and were not you know not known to like doing anything as whack as like the pledge of allegiance <laughs> or, like, or the excessive amount of like building sized country flags that we have flying yeah. over a farm or whatever um and they had memorial, like a lot of memorials, right, um, and landmarks for the Nazi atrocities and for, you know, the Holocaust and remembrance um, yeah. memorials. And here we often, it's only been very recent, uh, like as a push, I think, from 
um, contemporary artists that we've really seen gestures towards like memorials, say of like slavery, right? Yeah. And not of like war, yeah. just like people, like, you know, just not, oh, like, oh, well, this man fought in the in civil war on our side and this man fought in the civil war on the dumbass side. Yeah. But I feel like, <laughs> you know, there's very like few memorials that were to all the human beings, right? Whose yeah. lives were treated as expendable yeah you know and so from like national memory i'm like well and it, it's also you know it's from the mundane to like the truly horrific right like people who die building bridges to people who are you know forced off their land and murdered like there's like so many shades of it right and it's like only yeah, really only recently, right? Like the last probably 10, 15, 20 years that like I've seen some mainstream outlets like acknowledge and reference. Just like how... Like indigenous people say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good example. Um, yeah. Is indigenous like, people's day an example of Libra season? Possibly, right? That's a combination of like... Um, nostalgia but well of looking back right of remembering but like filtering it through a lens of trying to like adjust mm -hmm. retroactively seeking, like seeking justice right yeah. or like um some form yeah yeah i'd say so but it's a small step right how do you not Maybe. be overwhelmed when you think about how much would really have to change and i mean i think that we are we are we are many of us the majority of us who decide to walk on a path of very small steps yeah you know so like any small step is the step yeah because for many of us larger steps are just not possible in fact like energy thwarting right yeah. so like all, every small step hopefully leads to another step. It's not the final step. Yeah. Which I think is like what people think voting is about and what voting can be about, you know? Yeah. Like, or... I mean, choose your adversary, right? But it's like if there's always little steps, right? But if you decide to meet each little step by like rising to it, that's truly for energy also yeah. in a lot of ways. Like to be like, all right, let me see if I can handle this small step. Yeah. Like Libra energy is like, all right, maybe like, maybe today, like if I see someone, I'll be like, oh, I don't, I call it just people's day actually. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it means like, something, right? Yeah. As long as it's not the only, it doesn't mean everything, but it can mean something. And enough somethings can build that. But also, like, if you do a small thing once, yeah. you can do small thing again. Right. Right. And that's the stuff of habits, right? Yes. And discipline, habits. right? Which also Libra knows about. Saturn loves to be in Libra, doesn't it? You know? It does. Yeah. So there is that. And now it's, you know, direct, although... Yeah, what, you know <laughs> what what a nice couple of T squares uh, we've been enjoying, huh? Uh, yeah. What do you think? What do you think that's going to do for Libra this 
this October. Mm. I mean, I think I feel like gonna... um, you had. I don't know. I'm just thinking about uh, how. Like, I feel an application of, of like, of some kind of, of a different kind of purpose setting in. Yeah. A different I mean, what I, what I always think of and look to with the T-square, though, is that you want to, you want to lean into that empty leg, right? So mm -hmm. for any cardinal signs, right, you want to be leaning into that cancer energy. So what does it mean to like try to nurture yourself in the face of all of this frustration and all of this like unceasing like arduous work and like conflict and confrontation like how can you draw your energies into yourself right right but also if you think about it not just like in likes but in terms of like quadrants or houses mm -hmm. with the libra yeah that's going to be in the um the 10th ish. Right. You know? Yeah. So if you're Libra rising, then you are actually going to be leaning into career because home's going to feel hard and your relationship is going to feel probably adversarial. Or like also just thinking about how to create a sense of home and what you do, right? Like right. feeling that what you do is actually purposeful, like is, yeah. is something that gives back to you. Yeah. Um, is something that makes you feel like you're being the best version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, and also providing for others, like providing for, for kind of like a, yeah. a, a vision of home, whatever that looks like. Yeah. How does nurturing look to you? You know, who do you, who do you take care of or who takes care of you? Mm -hmm. Yes. Or, or, or is really good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think that's bad advice for anyone right now because this isn't mm -hmm. ending anytime soon and the nights are getting longer, aren't they? So having a friendly voice at the end of a phone, if you're not totally tired of Zoom, are there other ways people can communicate if they're so tired of looking at a video? First of all, I think people should just be on the phone more. Like, just yeah. call people on the phone. Like, we actually don't need to keep FaceTiming each other. Like, that's not necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you some know, people want to see human faces because they haven't been, but also... But with the Zoom, it's like, you you know, if, the, if, it's an, if you're looking for an alternative, it's like, yeah. it actually is quite an alternative just to, like, have somebody on speaker while yeah. you're, like, being tactile, like, yeah. knitting painting whatever like just doing things that involve like your hands you know like yeah. arranging wood um yeah <laughs> but snail mail of course making packages the return of the true lesbian art form it's true and like give that postal service some business you know yeah that's that's what we should like really this should be one of our like main points here today is that is it is there ever a better time than autumn in any hemisphere to be honest yeah warm or cold <laughs> is there a better time than autumn to decide to reinvigorate your commitment to the lesbian art form of making packages for yeah. someone you think is hot but you haven't told you want to fuck yet yeah 
Long distance, or bonus someone points. you have told you want to fuck yet, but you don't know when you'll fuck, if ever. A true lesbian thought, actually. Yeah. But why stop there, right? In the true spirit of Libra and social justice, think about sending goods or supplies to a mutual aid pro- project, right? Like there's, um, there's a lot of... Prison pen pals. I was also... Good. Yeah, right? Folks who are incarcerated. There's also... Um, they extended the deadline to help incarcerated people get their stimulus check it's a really easy pdf that you can print out and mail in which then you get to buy postage and use a stamp and you can help do we have that in our link tree um i will put it in before this episode i posted about in our stories so i'll find the link yeah 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 um but that's a really excellent way to because also then you're connecting to people and feeling good which we want to do in libra season and we want to do as it gets colder right Totally. Connect to people. Feel good. Yeah. Why not? You know, if you just want to like send like nude photo, if you're a Libra out there, just wants to send like nude photos of yourself to your like group chat, people are going to really support you. They are. They really are. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Do we have anything else we need to tell people? Do they need any help? Is there an aspect you wanted to talk about? An anecdote you want to end on? Gosh. Well, okay. I'll 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 talk about this for a minute and I'll see where it goes. Okay. Um, and I'll probably write about it for the full moon write up. Okay. So I'm just gonna recycle this image. It's fine. Um, I have a really good friend who has a family farm, um, an hour out of New York, an hour and a half out of New York, and um, they will often let other people um like um, they'll like um basically use their pastures for animals mm-hmm. but those animals aren't like for slaughter or like for you know particular things so they're just like there to pasture um and this past weekend i was hanging out with a bunch of cows and baby calves and they were cute as fuck super cute <laughs> And I was really feeling that Taurus energy from them, like, hella hard. Like, there's this, you know, like, because they are um, so slow and picky about exposing their interest to you, which I was like, same. And um, (laughs) basically, I was just like, what I was told to do was just sit in the grass and wait. Um, And they will kind of slowly, nonchalantly, kind of weave their way over to you without they'll kind of look they like literally do this thing where they make it look like they're just munching the grass one inch closer to you each time and i was yeah. like same <laughs> and then <laughs> um eventually they're like right behind you and they're like sniffing you but if you look at them in the face they'll like pull away and i was like feeling this like you know it's like oh, okay like yes yes scorpio vibes like Taurus vibes we're the same we're different i'm feeling it all um I was watching this one larger cow who was like clearly pregnant and she's just standing in a field of tall grass and she keeps, she does not move her actual legs, like her actual hoofs, like an inch. She just keeps rotating her neck around her and like, like just getting all the grass, you know, in like a semicircle that her neck can reach and their necks are real loose. I don't know if you know about cow necks, but they got loose necks. Their necks are loose as fuck. So she's just like, loosening her neck in one direction loosening it in another and meanwhile like the baby calves don't you know they're just running around they're like oh, grass, 
you know, like, and she's just like, don't need to move, just need to eat. <laughs> and I was like, yep, yep, got it, got it, got it. It's all true. Um, and then, so we had, like, the reason they were, like, this is all happening, they were taken out to a, a field with much taller grass, but it wasn't fenced in because they needed some big, tall grass. And then my friend was like, we've got to get them back into the old field. And the old field really was was just like lacking the grass, you know, and um, which is why we took them out. <sighs> so we try to like, you know, get them back to that field. They are not having it, dude. They are like, they're sprinting down all these different directions. And the thing is that we would have even kept them in the grass field longer, but they were already poking around different roads that they shouldn't have been poking down, you know? Yeah. So that's how we were like, okay, we got to get, we got to get them back to the pendant spot. So we were trying to get them back to the pendant spot. Her dad arrives. We're trying to hurt him. We get him like basically to the gate of their enclosure. And the moment they realize they're going in and they're like, they're just like, nah, like we're just not going to fucking do this. No, thanks. And they take like a sharp, right. They like, skip around my friend who was like doing this whole like I'm just blocking with my vibe because cows are supposed to just like not want to pass me and they all run into the woods they like run into the woods and they're just a muck calves a muck in the in the like woods and you know her dad turns to me and he's just like stay here you have to stay here just in case I guess they go back and I block off the other path but I don't know where they are. So I'm just like standing there waiting for them being like, dang, like, I wonder what's happening with these like fucking little baby cats and all these cows, like pregnant ass cows. They can barely walk. Like they're in the deep, like muddy ass woods. Um, I guess they like ran around the whole property. They like ran through the sheep meadow. They ran through the veggie garden. They (laughs) They ran through like the vegetable processing area and they went back around. They were, and finally, <laughs> and like the other edge of this property is like water and and my friend was like i thought they were like getting ready to like fucking go on a canoe ride let me tell you what and then just as they got there they basically get herded into a pen enclosure that's right by the water like they figure out a way to get them in there and now they got this like waterfront property with like not quite tall grass but it's greener than what they were yeah. getting and i thought to myself respect <laughs> You know what I mean? Like my friend and her dad were so tired and it was clearly stressful, but it was like, none of us could fault them, right? Like none of us could fault them for seeing the field that they were going back to and being like, we're really tired of this field. We're big ass cows. And you actually, although we let you like hurt us around and we generally listen to you, you have no jurisdiction over where we actually are. And we're kind of just doing you a favor by pretending that like your power is bigger than us. Yeah. And it really made me think about our full moon. Like it really made me think about what that would look like Yeah. on the 30th. Um, or is it the, like, is that the, it was like, is it October 30th? I think so. Let's see. Oh, no, it's the 31st. It's on Halloween. The new moon is on the 16th. Nice. But, so maybe we think about like our 
our Halloween, our spooky moon, our yeah. Uranian moon. It's also a blue moon. Just it's refusal, like the yeah. refusal to do things as one is instructed to do them. Well, especially, to, sorry, go ahead. And to know fully, like fully and deeply what, what you want and what you deserve. Right. And already know that it's yours. Which can also like only, like part of what brings that in is that Mercury and Scorpio, right? Like, especially with the retrograde, like we're going to go back through the books. We're going to see who cooked them and how, and then we're going to calculate how much we're owed and we're going to collect. Like, right? Mm -hmm. One can hope. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And I think speaking of retrograde, right? And also made me with the cows, like the cows returned to a field. They'd been in that field before, yeah. but the grass was like technically not ready for them again yet. Yeah. Like they were waiting for it to get a little taller. And I was just thinking like, oh, they returned to a place that they left. Right. <laughs> like they returned to a place that they were already moved from. And they were like, we'd like to do this. We'd like to take this one over again. <laughs> no. No. Give another try. See yeah. if it works for us this time. This one's better. Chew so, it over, right? No, I think that like there's just something to be said here, I think, about about the fact that if we take calculated risks, Mercury and Scorpio, mm -hmm. towards what we fundamentally know will improve our quality of life. Mm -hmm. Moon and Taurus. Yeah. That it might cause difficulties and rifts in the people who have built some kinds of expectations around us, but ultimately they won't be able to fault us for the things that we desire and deserve. So yeah, that's my, um, that's my cow story. <laughs> I wouldn't want to ruin that. Gala, is there anything you're working on? Anything you want to share? Where can people find you? You promoting anything? I mean, you can just find me on the internet or really <laughs> just, just check it out. You know, Google me. Um, just check out our Big Deck Energy account. You know, scroll through it, like shit, just to like yeah. make our demographics jump. You know, like check out Queer Healers. Check out my page. Just like see what's up yeah find her on nylon it's good stuff yeah i mean the amount of random work that i'm doing is is, 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 is you're doing a lot you're doing too much <laughs> but um but yeah um for sure um check out queer healers we're really building our page it's going to be really beautiful and um some of the profiles are already live and um just getting nicer all the time. Rose is up there. I am up there. You can book a reading with me. I also am starting. It's not on my website yet, but I'm starting to do couples readings. I've been asked a, a few times and I'm doing it. So. Dang, wild. All right. I know. Branching out. Branching out. In Libra season. In Libra season, no less. It. it seems like a good it. time. Yeah, it's a great time to do it. I also wanted to, you know, work with people for a while and then start bringing others into the room. 
Yeah, well, if you're a couple or if you're just two people in one Libra, yeah. feel free to reach out to Rose. Reach out. Uh, reach, reach out to Rose, reach out to Gala, follow, follow us, give some money. We're going to put some links in our link tree. If you don't have money, that's okay too. But if you do. Yeah, but if you've got money, give it to the people that need it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Give it to the people who this fucking country exploits left and right. Yeah. And the cause you believe in. Yeah. Give them money. It's Libra season. Atone. Repair. Repair. <laughs> Reparate. <laughs> yes. Land back. Um, Hashtag land back. ACAB. Anything okay. else? <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Rose. I love you too, Gala. Uh, We'll see you soon. Yeah? All right. Night. Goodbye, everybody. Big Dyke Energy is mixed and recorded by Rose Blakelock and features original music by Night of Cuffs. Though they no longer need PDFs sent to prisoners, check out Critical Resistance to find other ways to connect and help those experiencing incarceration.